And we're live on Car Con Carne. We're in quarantine. So for the time being, it's Quarantine Con Carne. I'm James Van Ostel. And Car Con Carne is sponsored by C&H Financial Services. Business owners, visit free, freeprocessingnow.com to start saving money on your credit and debit card transactions immediately. It's Car Con Carne. So Chicago is home to an entertainment scene that I think everyone listening and watching would agree is unmatched. With COVID-19 doing its thing, our iconic, beloved, favorite places to go are in a spot none of us could have foreseen a year ago. Joining me on Zoom right now are Katie Tutton of Hideout, Chris Bauman of Patio Theater, Avondale Music Hall, Robert Gomez of Sub Tea and Beat Kitchen, and Cole Bryce of Cole's Bar. They are all members of Civil, the Chicago Independent Venue League, and let's let's get right into it. Thank you, everybody, for coming together and doing this this afternoon. Thank you, James. Thanks for having us. I, I guess before we talk about what civil is, let's zero in on the most obvious question. Can the music industry weather the storm? And beyond that, can you address what's going on with each of your individual businesses? I, I guess uh, let's just start with Chris. So uh, the, the quick answer is yes, it, it is going to weather the storm. Um, you know, our businesses have been around for decades and live entertainment and music has been around for hundreds of years in America. And right now it's really just a function of um, with Civil and then uh, Neva getting the word out as to what is needed for our venues. Uh, we were first to get closed down. We're going to be last to open back up. And that puts us in a very unique situation. We also are economic drivers to our local communities. We bring tens of thousands of people a year to our own businesses, but then also surrounding businesses. And uh, we're cultural institutions. You know, if you go anywhere in the world, uh, they know Chicago because of our music scene. They know America because of our musicians. Um, you could be in the middle of Australia or Japan or anywhere and listening to American music. And, and we are the incubators of that. So um, does that set us off on the right track? I, I think so. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Katie. So I was having a conversation with a good friend of mine earlier, and I was saying it's kind of like a quilt, if you will. So yes, we will. Hopefully, we will survive. We've already seen some colleagues close their doors. So it's going to have to be like a partnership between city, county, state, federal, community, philanthropic. So if you will, it's like a quilt, and we're going to need each one of the, these patches sewed together our own capital first i mean we've already tapped into that so the hope is that we will survive but i don't think we can assume that we will without infusion of support from government entities corporate entities philanthropic um <clears throat> we've been overwhelmed by our community support people have just you know I don't want to start to cry, but seriously, we have raised more than $300,000 between probably substantially more collectively for our staff. And I think people understand that messaging. So the hope is that we will survive and we are fiercely independent and we are hardworking. You know, we're, we're entrepreneurs. We're small independent venues. We know, you know, 
I never, I said to my husband yesterday, whoever thought that uh, I'd ever regret the day that I can't go in and clean out the cooler. <laughs> I, I'm missing it, you know? And I mean, this isn't a glamorous job, right? But we love it. We do it for many different reasons. So I hope that we will all, all survive. All right, cool. I think definitely music will survive. Culture always survives. Um, the question is, what will the landscape look like after this is done? Um, you know, for us small independent venues, uh, we're the little guy. And, um, you know, the question is, when the uh, social distancing is over, will be, we be looking at a landscape where only large corporate uh, entities are remaining? Or will there still be an environment where, um, you know, entrepreneurs like ourselves can, can uh, work from the ground up? And I think that's very important to uh, promoting uh, diversity and inclusiveness within the music scene. Um, so that we can have as many different voices out there and really have uh, a robust um, cultural presence. Got it. Robert? Oh, man. Um, <clears throat> I had to, uh, I, I didn't receive the, uh, the PPP funding. About half of the members of Civil have, and some of us have not. And uh, so I had to do the humbling task of filing for unemployment. I mean, this is all I do. And so along with my staff, we're all, you know, we're all uh, um, in that same position. Obviously, I'm trying again and hoping to, to receive it, but it's not necessarily just getting it doesn't put, we're in such a unique position. Uh, our tipped employees are making uh, more with unemployment than I would be paying them because my base salary to them, my base pay is is below minimum wage their income is on tips mm -hmm. so uh, it's going to be tricky even for those of us that get it it, it, it my understanding is 75 percent of it has to be used for uh, payroll and that's going to be a tough measure to meet so i'm not quite sure you know i don't think people get our business very well and right. we're really trying to get that message out there but one thing on a personal note i want to share about civil which is something uh we formed two years ago Katie and her husband went to each of us individually and, and reined us in and woke us up about what was happening in Lincoln Yards, right? So it was, it was built on a reaction, but it's become its own force. And for me, and we could talk more about that, but for me personally, uh, it brought me to tears when, they, when Katie and Michael, owner of Shubas and Lincoln Hall, um, understood well where I was, what I was struggling with, and they offered to fund me, like to... To, to give me a loan to, to help get through this. Uh, we compete with each other. We steal shows from each other. Uh, it, it, it's, it's humbling. It's wonderful. It's, it's unbelievable. And I appreciate, I mean, you have to support the people who do what you do. I mean, I, I get it. You're competitors, but there's a respect there. I mean, you're, you're kind of in this together, even though you're in this separately. Right. You get that. So to, to Cole's point, um, so even if we receive the PPP, it's eight weeks of funding. Right. Know that we're get, we are going to be closed for months and months and months. So to Chris's point, or Gomez's point, we're trying to explain to people how we are different. And so restaurants are close to us, theaters sort of close to us, but just people's vision of what a rock club is, like Tim said, our whole point is to bring people together. We're about community. We yeah. want to shoulder to shoulder, you know? So it kind of is counterintuitive. And it's our job to kind of explain to people the nuances 
of how we are in fact different. So Civil is the Chicago Independent Venue League. And just looking at the membership, I mean, we have a lot of people watching now. I want to thank Jeff and Jane and Brian and Ross and Chris and Santi for watching. I mean, these are the venues we've all been to that we love going to. Avondale Music Hall, Beat Kitchen, Alphabetical Order, by the way, Cafe Mustache, Toys, <laughs> Dorian's, Empty Bottle, G-Man, Hideout, Lincoln Hall, Martyrs, Metro, Park West, Patio Theater, uh, The Promontory, Reggie's, Riviera, Shuba's, The Silver Room, Sleeping Village, Smart Bar, Sub T, Thalia Hall, Tonic Room, The Vic, and The Whistler. That's, that's a lineup. That, that's who we're talking about. That's just 20 members of this civil organization. So, it, Katie, it, Katie and Robert, is this essentially a political organization? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, <clears throat> depends on how you define that. We, we're, not, we're not an organization that's going to uh, get behind the candidates, not, not in that type of political but we uh, understand very well that every decision that impacts us is a political decision. Um, right now, uh, you know, our immediate need is, is funding and survival. Uh, but we were just talking with the city of Chicago about how to change the relationship of the venues with the city, meeting with the politicians of the city. How do we, how do we work together instead of this historic, I've been doing this, I just celebrated 25 years with Sub-T. And I've never been able to work with the city on anything. It's always against us. It's worse. We're here despite the damn city, not because of, you know, and that is absolutely true. And that just started to change. And then our world imploded, but we were just talking to them about booking shows in Millennium Park and, and co-book. Why not have shows play there and in our clubs, bring them to the neighborhoods too, not just downtown with yeah. you know, why are our tax dollars creating shows that are directly competing with us and taking bands that we cannot bid on anymore i mean it's it's one thing that we're competing against them that night but they now took away a band that we can no longer book um and that start just started to change and, and to make this the, uh, the ahead, civil is independent so you know we have very different political backgrounds and initiatives so and then what is what Gomez said like our civil meetings were kind of you know they were getting boring not to us but you know we have we have a lot of minutiae that we deal with in our clubs like who's your best payroll guy who's your accountant you know so we were collectively sharing resources you know that was really the beauty of civil and now it's become something quite different in that we're all a support system for each other. Like, how did you get your money out of GoFundMe? Did you apply for this? We share like, hey, Facebook has an RFP out now. So. Well, one of the, one of the things we were talking about before we started going live, my goal, one of my goals when I started doing this podcast every night was I want to support everyone. I want to, you know, do what I can for all these venues. And I thought I'm going to start talking about all these, you know, GoFundMes that have turned up for all the different venues and employees. And it quickly got overwhelming really fast, like it, to the point where it, it, it left me breathless. Like, I, I can't help everybody. I mean, personally, professionally, like, I don't know what to do. So I'm glad I, I was, wasn't as plugged into civil. I'm glad this exists, knowing that there is this kind of infrastructure for the independent venues in Chicago. This is a, this is a great thing, I, I think, for all of you. Yeah. I want to give a shout out to Sure's microphone. They gave us uh, financial support recently. Is that what you're using? Oh, <laughs> so, 
um, they supported us and it's exactly what we needed when we needed it. And it was very heartwarming because they said they wanted to donate to someone local also. It was easy to give to civil because it's all collectively all. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And, you know, for the people who are watching, uh, let's see, Natalie and Edmund and, and Mike just joined. I mean, the, the, here are some numbers. 16 representative venues of the civil membership uh, because of COVID-19. 1,219 canceled events. Number of audience lost, just under 300,000. Lost revenue, over 7 million. Full-time jobs affected. Here we go, 206. Full-time wages affected, 1.3 million. Part-time jobs affected, 1,702. I mean, it's just, these are staggering numbers, and these are people in our community. And it's just, just seeing the numbers laid out like that, I mean, thank God you guys are, are banding together, like, like the Justice League, really. That's only six weeks. Those are our numbers just until the end of April. Right. So, so how do you move forward? What's, what's the next step? How do you work to ensure that members of civil can come out of this okay? Well, I, I can speak to that a little bit. So, I, Katie, I think you, you started on this with the whole quilt concept. It's going to take a lot of different pieces. Kind of, James, how you're saying you're feeling overwhelmed. Well, so is the governments, right? Our local government, our state governments, our federal governments are also overwhelmed. And that's why, you know, as Gomez was talking about this PPP thing, you know, they're, they're talking a big game, but when it comes to at least our industry, it's not, it, it's not coming through and it's not reaching the people who really need it. Uh, and our unique industry is also going to have its own challenges and its own timeframes. Uh, you know, when we do get the green light to open back up, you know, we don't know if that's going to be at 50% occupancy, if it's going to take time for people to get comfortable to come back out, which is a whole nother, um, is a whole nother concept to talk about is safety. You know, it's yeah. like, I, I've been talking about the last couple of days that, you know, back in the day, we screened people for some shows for weapons. We screened people for metal detectors, things like that. Well, the new screening is going to be disease. You know, do you have a disease? And it's, uh, you can catch that, you know, and you don't even know you might be giving it to someone. So there's, right. We're going to uh, have unique challenges um, that we're going to need the right funding from local, state, uh, local, city, and federal government. And that really, uh, civil really inspired this group now, NEVA, nationally, uh, because we need to go to the federal government to get the money that is going to get us through this. Um, it's going to be a, a conglomerate of federal and, and state and local. So a lot of a lot of us who are listening on the podcast or, or watching online right now, uh, Jeremy and Katie just joined. What can we do as supporters of your venues? I, I appreciate what you're doing at, at your level, but what can we, people who like to go to your places, have a drink, see a band, see a live comedy, how can we help you? I would say uh, one thing that would be great is please contact your federal elected officials. Let them know that we're facing a unique challenge um you know eight weeks of funding is just not going to cut it for venues that are closed for maybe eight months and then facing uh opening up at possibly diminished capacity so uh we need some special consideration and we need our um our fans our supporters to contact their elected officials uh so that they can know that there's a movement behind us and um you know that we're out here Ways to help, uh, obviously, with, with the funding and helping us support our staffs through the GoFundMes, but like you said, 
we're all in this position. How do you give uh, to everyone? Well, you can't. I mean, whether it be picking your favorite venue or anything like that. Um, when it comes to shows that are already booked, is um, not not getting scared and running for the refund. You know, I mean, it's, the shows are if they're going to be rescheduled, be patient with us. Some are getting pushed into the fall. Some are playing it super safe and going out into spring is what's really yeah. happening right now. Everything that was pushed to the fall, they want to reconsider and push it to the spring uh, as a more of an assurance that the show can happen. So I guess the request to people is just be, be patient, let it, let the money sit there with it, and uh, and just you know be excited when the show does come back around. I want to leave on a positive note and kind of reinforce what all of you do. I want to go around, all four of you, share a favorite memory or just moment of being a club owner here in Chicago. Let's, let's start right at the top with Chris. Yeah. You know, I, I will say something about um, patio theater, which was built in 1920. And, you know, back in the twenties, people would go to theaters every single week because they needed, they wanted to get their news. They didn't have TVs at their houses. That was where you found out about world war II. That's where you found out about things going on. That's where you found local talent. That's where you, you know, were able to experience things. Uh, Something was beautiful for me when, you know, when I got patio going again in 2018 and seeing a full room of people and seeing that and experiencing that and the ambiance, you know, they're never going to build uh, our rooms again. You know, you, you can have a lot of, you know, new rooms pop up like Live Nation might can build 20 houses of blueses, but, you know, those are those are not going to have the same history that we've been able to create at the hideout or sub T or, or, or any of our venues. I mean, that is, there's history there. Um, so there, there's something beautiful about that and you can't replicate that. It's authentic. And, um, that's what we have. We're at risk of losing. And so, you know, any support from you, James, it's just so cool that you brought us on here and, you know, getting the word out and, you know, we're, we're going to hopefully keep touching base with you because there's going to be other things we're going to need to do over the next couple months to make sure that we're going to be around at the end of this. Well, we all want you around, Katie. Um, oh my gosh, there's so many. Um, uh, I'm gonna say when Kelly Hogan and Nico Case dressed up as Heart for Halloween. I don't, you know, there's, you know, we've had weddings, funerals. There's so many joyous things that we've had. So hard to say what's the favorite. But. All right, Cole. Um, yeah, I, I don't think I could pick one favorite. But I will say that like maybe once every three months or so, I just find myself standing in the middle of like the packed club with a really special musician and everyone's there just vibing on it. And, and just to have a moment just to think about it, like, you know, how special it is just to be a part of that story. Um, and usually I don't think about it because I'm busy, you know, like cleaning up vomit in the bathroom or opening. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. But sometimes <laughs> you just like get a moment just to like sit with it. And it's like the most special feeling. It's, it's fantastic. I agree. I awesome. in the sound booth. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Robert? I can't tell you how many times I finally made it past my staff and made it into the room to check out a band I've been I've been wanting to see or see again. And I get there and it's like, good night, thank you. <laughs> countless, <laughs> countless fucking times. But we're <laughs> going with positive. So I'm gonna say when uh, after Jeff Tweedy played at the hideout for 253 times, he finally played. Oh September. come on. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, fine. Lizzo. Uh, well, you know, and you, you're bringing up a really good point. Like, it, it, it's, it's, we're, we're scared. We're in, uh, we're in battle mode, right? We're in a very uh, frightful mode and uh, we can't stay there. It's not our nature. And so, um, you know, my, my staff and I are thinking about funny and clever posts, like when, who was there when Lizzo performed? And my kids are like, Lizzo was there? And, you know, of course, she wasn't Lizzo. But, you know, she's like, she's right. not going to play there now. Um, so fun stuff like that. So just kind of um, gravitating to what is more positive and, as you're doing on the show and keeping it positive. Well, and at the end of the day, I mean, the word came up earlier, community. You have your own communities. You're part of this larger fabric or quilt. Uh, you're part of this overall community. But each of you with your individual bars and venues have your own community built around it. And I think, you know, Robert, kind of what you're saying, like with funny posts or whatever, you're just, you're being part of that community. You're, you're right. letting them know they're still welcome in whatever you're doing. So uh, I want to thank all four of you for joining me. I, we pulled this together at the last minute. I, I saw what was going on with civil. I wanted to talk about, it. I want people to know what's going on because we all want to go back. Obviously we, we can't wait for a way to find ourselves back in your venue. So yeah, just talking about this, I think, is really important. So thank you all for doing this. Thank you. Yeah, James, save thanks. our stages. Yeah, save our stages. All right. I'm going to stop the Facebook live stream. Thank you all for watching on Facebook. Much appreciated.